Hello and welcome to another episode of the FPL Hangover Podcast where we raise the bar and lower the tone all things FPL related. We are coming to you on the 12th of September. Our first international break is all said and done and we can look forward to some more fantasy Premier League heartache in the next few days. Here to help me prepare for all that is to come, my podcast partner in crime, Paddy. How are you getting on my friend? I'm getting on great, year. It's great to be back in the hot seat and it's great to be back talking about FPL. I want to say hello to all the listeners who are driving to work or are just sitting down having a cup of tea or a beer, a Kinniger beer at that. And to the millions and millions watching on YouTube, here's to you. Oh, you're on the wee bunny tonight? I'm on the wee bunny tonight. So um, you've, got, you've got a little trip in the morning, so... You yeah. want to keep the head fresh. Uh, exactly. So keeping the head fresh on the wee bunny. But you know what? It's still it's so delicious. Um, even if I didn't have a big trip or anything, I would still be choosing a wee bunny. I love it. It's nice. It is. It is. But look, let's not get into the shilling straight away. There's people delighted we're back. Yeah. We will keep it brief tonight, folks. There's no need to do a big, mad, long pod. We've got a couple of weeks off. There's not a rake to talk about, but we do have some stuff. We'll quickly go through uh, Game Week 4's results uh, in our own teams, how we got on. We'll have a look at some announcements. Did someone mention double Game Week? Uh, We're going to touch on the Mini League and the current standings. We're going to look at our transfers for next week, our planned ideas. But we won't keep you too long. We just wanted to get back out there and, you know, say hi before it it all kicks back off again. Paddy, did you miss me? I did, Jer. I missed you. I missed you like a bear misses a sore paw. Ah, you're too kind. You're too kind. Did you enjoy Game Week 4? I know it feels like forever. (sighs) Well, you know, after the highs I had of Game Week 3, Jer, let's not ever forget those. Yeah, the greatest mind in FPL. Yeah, the greatest mind in FPL. I did come crashing down to earth a little bit in Game Week 4, but I think so did a lot of other people. How? Tell me more. Why do you think that? <laughs> Chair, you're supposed to just like say, yeah, oh, you're yeah, right. Sorry, don't push you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, what the fuck? I did all right. I mean, it wasn't the worst game week, but there were people out there a lot worse than me. Let's just say, let's just put it that way. Yeah, I mean, I've had a pretty miserable start to the season so far. So I was happy to beat your ass in game week four. Oh, um, I, do you know what? I've been, once international break comes and I didn't get a green arrow, I kind of just fuck the phone away and just like I unplug myself from the matrix I didn't even know what you got so I'm actually really excited to hear and instead of me going first this time don't patronize me maybe we'll start maybe we'll start with you Jer yeah I think we should since I since I hammered you for once this year with a whopping 70 points 40 of which was Haaland Uh, no, a pretty mediocre week, uh, 70 points, like the average was 72, so I didn't even beat the average in the game, so not great, um, but not the worst, I, would you believe, actually, I don't think you know this, uh, I missed the deadline. Uh, yeah, you messaged me or something. Yeah, I did, maybe, you yeah, said, I must have, I missed the fucking deadline. And then I said something back to you, like, oh, you jammy bastard, you'll probably get such and such points now. And I did, yeah, I came out of it, I came out of it net. So, <laughs> so now I 
can't remember the last time I missed a deadline. There's been a few close calls and stuff, but in terms of literally just not pressing a button, completely missed it. Set there, and this was one one of those weeks where, and you know, anyone that was tuned in as I said, it feels like forever ago, but I remember like prepping for game week four and i consumed an awful lot of content i genuinely didn't know what 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 i wanted to do you had the likes of sterling was hot property uh james madison was kicking off i still didn't have the likes of in buemo so i had a lot of questions uh that i needed to kind of come to a conclusion on ended up making my mind up which Mm -hmm. would have been martinelli to sterling at five o'clock when i finished work had it ready to press and i said you know what i'll wait an hour because who knows? Like I'm in no rush. I'm going nowhere. I'll yeah. wait an hour, I, and and then I'll make my decision. I sat down, turned on the PlayStation, started playing Overcooked Two with the girlfriend. Yeah. Next thing I looked at my phone, it was Addictive twenty to seven. Game. Addictive it, game. Oh, the time flew. And and I said, can I just? Go on. I just think it's great that you you, you spoke about a video game because this is National Video Game Day. So nice nod there, Jer. Continue. NVGD. Yeah, this is National Video Game Day. All right, well, if I only I'd known, we could have cancelled the pod and I could have just sat back down playing more Overcooked. But uh, yeah, missed it completely. It was like an absolute antichrist to walking around the house for about an hour. I was in shock. I was in shock. Yeah. And, uh, I'm in shock. Yeah, I'm, not, I'm still in shock. Not my proudest moment. I'll put my hands up. Not my proudest moment. Did you blame um, her? Oh, of course. Of course. Good, okay. good. That's what it's I mean, I why you have a girlfriend if you can't blame her? Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Um, but yeah, got lucky because Martinelli to Sterling would have been a dud. Martinelli got his assist and Sterling blanked. And yeah, I came out of it net points and a transfer to spare. And the realization that maybe I should, you know, fuck away from Chelsea a little bit because I'm not entirely sure what, what kind of property we've got there right now. Um, yeah, so that was my game week four. 70 points, uh, happily banking a transfer and... Uh, yeah, another red arrow. What about you? Wow, I'm still like in shock that you got like you got saved those sterling points because you're playing Overcooked, which is a highly addictive game, by the way, and a game that I actually am very aggressive when in... I'm playing with other people. Oh, re- I see. I cook only... the fucking eggs. <laughs> Give me the fucking eggs. <laughs> I need what pasta. Are you, what are I you need doing? pasta. Yeah. What are you doing? Go to your rooms. Yeah, so, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so yeah. Um, yeah, back to the game. Back to the, the other game. Um, so I got sixty five points, Jer. Okay. Um, I had. I think I used one transfer. Um, had, had you two? I no. I think I used. I can't even fucking remember. It's been so long ago. This has been the longest international break ever. But I do know I sold Salah. Yes, you did. You sold Salah on the twenty fourth of August in game week three. Okay. Yeah. So you had. Will I tell you your transfer? Please do. It was Matoma out yes. and Madison in. And now yeah. you did tell me a porky. What? You told me you got Bowen in. Yeah, but I told uh, you straight after that it was just a joke. Yes, but I'm just saying. I but was I, the, I was a little annoyed at you for getting Bowen in. I was like, Paddy, like yeah. start, you know, this is exactly where you just you know, you follow not follow your gut, but um you're going with the instant gratification instead of the longer move. And I was yes. very proud of you when I saw that you'd actually just done the the clever, not the clever, but the mature decision and yeah. went with James Madison. So exactly. Fair. Because I mean, I did think about instant gratification. I do think about it a lot. I'm sure. But I, I just thought then, you know, he'd only be a headache for the next two game weeks. 
hundred percent. You know and that's so- such a decision, Patty. It's such a you're oh, I said I couldn't. Words can't describe how greatest, happy I am. Great, greatest mind. Greatest mind in FPL. Yeah, there yeah. we go, there we go. Uh, so yeah, I brought in James Madison for Salah. You know, Matoma or Matoma, Matoma <laughs> for uh, Madison. That was the move that gave me the, the fucking the ultimate, uh, midfield that people were really trying to acquire to get because I was ahead of the game. A lot of people went for Sterling, or or, or Jackson this week after the heroics of game week three, and they got burned. I mean. Yeah. They got you... some. Some people had the headache of maybe either to go Sterling or Madison, and that was a fifty-fifty that would have really fucking burned as well. But not, but not you. Not you. You were ahead of the game. Sterling already in the team. Jackson already in the team. Chilwell. All of them delivering a lovely grand total of four uh, points. Yeah. Between the it, three of them. It was vomit. Like I mean, the fixtures well against Nottingham Forest. Not that we're going to say Nottingham Forest or a whipping boys by any means, but you would have thought. This super team of Galacticos, like, is it one billion Chelsea have spent or something silly like that? Something if it's not, we'll ridiculous. we'll pretend it is, because um, never let the truth get in front of a good story over here at uh, Hangover Towers. Um, yeah, four points for the three Chelsea guys. Such a letdown, and to think there was a moment where I a split minute, right, where I thought about maybe, you know, maybe captaining. Sterling or Jackson over Holland. Yeah, I was thinking, you know what, let's be a bit different. But uh, thank God I didn't. Wow, such a day to go against the the crowd. Holland delivers a nuke. uh, 40 points. So, yeah, 40 points. I got 65. There's not more to talk about. Onana has been a terrible keeper choice. Almost as bad as Pickford. Um... (laughs) Excuse you, Pickford did beat Onana last week again, yeah, even well, though he scored an own goal. Yeah, for fuck's sake. Uh, a stupid and Chilwell Balduck, because um, I benched Gabriel, but I was glad to see Gabriel. Um, I just pronounced his name two different ways there in one, one set setting, but that's how I roll. I was glad to see him make an appearance, and I think that could be the end of him being bench fodder. Yeah, so at least it's one less transfer to worry about for me. Um, Turner got me five in the bench. Um, that was that was a sting. Saka four against Manchester United, who I thought were were sort of robbed in that game. You know. Um. Yeah, I don't think. Yeah, I, don't, I, I, I mean, we weren't the Arsenal weren't better than us. No, and the scoreline definitely flattered the. the oh result. yeah, the scoreline. But I mean, anyone watching the game knows the scoreline. Yeah, is what it yeah, shows, yeah. You know. So yeah, nothing more really to talk about there. Sixty-five points. Um. Just, I'm happy it wasn't any worse. I guess. Sure, you can wash it all away and let game week five um, ease your troubles. Isn't that always the way? Yeah, with FPL? with a nice Kenniger. <laughs> Sponsored by Kenniger. Yeah, oh yeah, here we go. Uh, yeah. With that beautiful sound effect that you've just added in there, Paddy, it's reminding me of uh, what's what's up next. So, uh, without any further delay, let's head on over to. Uh, to some talking pints. Talking pints. Not a lot of talking pints this week. I mean, being fair, like, you know, we don't have a game week uh, to review and look back and, and pick apart like we usually do. But there was one massive announcement, which we've already alluded to mm-hmm. at the start of the show. Um, game week seven. It's not an ordinary game week. It's not a standard game week. It no. is, in fact, 
a double. Double. Nearly. Yeah. We nearly perfect. Nearly, nearly. We practiced, we practiced that oh, so fuck. much. Start again. We'll take it from the top. We'll take but it from the top. The Don't mind the last 12 Very, minutes. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, double game week. Are you interested? It's not like a double game week to get you like hard. No. But a semi maybe. Yeah, exactly. Depending on how much you've had to drink. Yeah. I mean, part of me wants to just start building up a team of fucking Burnley and uh, Luton players <laughs> <laughs> and then just wildcard um, game week eight. I I won't lie to you. Um, you know, I did think that. I think I'm not going to hit it heavy. Like, as in, I'm not going to... I'm not going to want tree Luton, tree Burnley. I don't think yeah. there's any need. I don't think there's the, op- the options, if you ask me. Like, I'm looking at... I looked at today in a meeting at work when I should not have been. I was like, oh my God, eh, someone's, I know, yeah. I was like, someone's blabbing on about something. I might just have an old gander as uh, Luton and Burnley assets while they're mouthing away. Nice one. That'll sponsored by Kinniger again. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> um, doing a little Robbie Fowler for, for the audio listeners and to the audio listeners and the video listeners. If you're liking what you're hearing so far, please don't be afraid to hit the like and subscribe button or give us a rating on Spotify or Apple. You know the drill. It really helps us out and it's much appreciated. But getting back to Luton versus Burnley. Um, yeah, I think with the exception of maybe Carlton Morris the striker for Luton and again not someone I'd be ripping up my team but we do have a wildcard in hand with the exception exception of him and maybe you know a couple of cheap more a cheap assets that you know I'd be happy to get four points out of like double twos I don't there's nothing to excite me do you know no. but there is the fact that a lot of managers myself and yourself included are holding on to that wildcard yeah there was already talks of a game week swing well not talks but there is a swing in game week nine the likes of liverpool coming back into a decent run of fixtures other teams leaving it's not beyond the realms of uh possibility to to kind of lean into this double game week a little bit yeah i mean why not we're we're on the morris train here yeah i know a trademark hindu monkey um but i don't think he's wrong i think um he's got he's off the mark if memory serves me correct, he's already scored this season. He's a very budget friendly Yeah player, like five point five forward, and not too many of them. Seems mm-hmm. nailed on for minutes. I can't he's their top scorer from last season. I can't see why he'd be dropped. And Luton are in a decent run of fixtures. Yeah. As in like so if you were to look at Luton's next Yeah, I mean all the way up until really game week ten, which is a mile away. Fulham away, Wolves at home, Everton away, Burnley at home, Spurs, and then Forest and Villa. So, yeah, I mean, the double in seven, Fulham away and, and Wolves in six, they're, like, they're doable. Like, do you know what I mean? Like, that's completely doable for a 5.5. 100%. And guess who already has a Luton player on their bench? Um, Mr. Ahead of the Game, greatest mind oh, in the Oh, yeah. FBL. Oh, yeah. Capori will be sitting in there. He'll be going nowhere now, obviously. And sure, I might bring in Morris, an OE Burnley player. Um, what Burnley player do you think we could uh, wrap up our beautiful teams for? I can't pick one. I was looking. I was looking at t- at it today, and I mean, like, so you've had Burnley who have had a rotten start in terms of their fixtures. Mm-hmm. So it's hard to judge them on was it like Man City and Spurs, uh, a blank, and I can't remember who the other team is. But 
So a rotten set of fixtures. And then, I don't know. I haven't made my mind up. Um, and that's something we will revisit, obviously, yeah. in the next couple of weeks. There's no mad rush for Burnley assets. Their double is, you know, arguably the poorer of the two. Uh, like, is it Newcastle? Yeah, Burnley have Newcastle and... Luton. Obviously Luton, yeah. And Luton so, have Burnley and who? Uh, Everton. Oh yeah, yeah. So so, Lut- so Luton's the more attractive double. So yeah, that you know we of course we had to talk about this because this was just announced during the international break, and this is talking pints points exactly. It's exactly so yeah, no, I like that. About. And you have to be ahead of the game if you want to be uh, an FPL manager like me, ahead of the curve. These are the the things you need to hear. This is why you're listening to the podcast. So for these nuggets, absolute nuggets of of gold information. You couldn't. I couldn't have said it better myself. With that in mind, Paddy, um, who is the best Burnley asset? Just throwing that question back at you. You know, the greatest mind in FPL. Um, fuck. Who's I their ha- striker? Uh, t- t- you know what? I don't even know who their striker is anymore because it used to be a guy. If if he was still there, we'd be going for him. So I have no clue. Give us give us some strikers there, Jer. I haven't. Who's been looking at Burnley recently? Like. I was just trying to throw you under the bus. <laughs> well, you did throw me under the bus, but I, I take it. Uh, Lyle Foster has played uh, up front. He's a five million striker. He's actually got two goals in his last two matches, so apologies if I've offended any Burnley fans, but um, they were also hammered uh, in, the, in those two matches. But um, yeah, he's got two goals in his last two, um, and... That's you know I mean five million again budget friendly I'd still be leaning towards the likes of Carlton Morris, but uh, he's up front. Uh, I think their highest scoring midfielder is Kalisho. Kalisho. Luca Kalosho. I don't know how to pronounce it. Apologies if I butchered it. Again, you know it's hard to tell. Like he's not getting minutes. He does have an assist to his name, but their striker is faster. I'd probably be more interested in the likes of if I could sneak in like a, you know, a four million defender or even if you wanted to go mad and go Pickford out, Trafford in. Like, again, yeah. it's weeks away. Yeah, it's something to be revisited, 100%. No, but no, I thank you for enlightening us on the, on the Burnley assets because I had no clue, Jer. Because, I mean, who's been looking at Burnley other than their, their fans who we've just insulted the fuck out of and we, we, we're not sorry. But... There's been another talking point moving on, I think, from this double fixture. And this is this is a quite a scary one for some managers, I'd say. Anyone who may have jumped the gun after the hat-trick that he he uh, he got over the week, over the last J- game week. Jumped the sun, would you Jump mean? the sun. There what you a go. Ch- oh, yes. Genius. Um, yeah, well, that's why they pay me the big bucks. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're spot on. And you know what? I was looking at him. I mean, I, I, think, I think everyone... Yeah was waiting, A, for the return of a an FPL golden goose in previous seasons, obviously with the exception of last year. Um, but also for him being, you know, Richardson being dropped and the potential for Son to play through the middle, that was a massive, uh, a massive um, potential. Do you know, a potential uh, switch that would see managers lean into it and then sure, in the first match, he goes off and he gets a hat-trick. Yeah. Massive. Um, I yeah, I was looking at him, especially those with the likes of Rashford still in the team, and maybe they're not too impressed with United. Maybe they still have double United, so you know, happy to jump off one of the assets. It wasn't that difficult. Nine, I think Rashford's eight point nine now, and Sun's up to nine point one. Mm-hmm. But um, 
Yeah, uh, you, with Madison in your team, like I don't have Madison, hence why I was more intrigued to kind of yeah. zig when so many have zagged. But as someone with Madison in their squad already, were you tempted to double up on Spurs? Um, I'll, I will answer that question. But just to let the listeners know, this is a rumor at the moment, okay? This is the headline. Yes. I'll just let you know the headline, right? Tottenham dealt major injury scare as Sun Heung-min photo leaked ahead of the Saudi Arabia clash. So he the the picture in question is he's got a huge ice pack on his knee. Is it wrapped up or something like that? So Yeah, yeah. So that's that's what we're talking about just for you know what's happening. So don't be panicking yet and transferring my everything. Now, back to the question, Madison. Do you know part of me thinks I should have zigged when everyone was zagging last week? Well, no shit because he got a hat trick. Yeah. And the, fix, the, fix, the fixtures were good. You know, a little differential. But you see, Madison's been the talisman. And even with or without injury, I'll be honest with you, I'm not looking at Son now. Yeah. Okay. And I think that's fair. I mean, as you I said... Have my, I have my Spurs player. Yeah. Um. No, and you're right. And I think the fixtures are pretty nice in the long run. I think... Immediately, like, next three, obviously, you've got a lovely one this week with Sheffield United at home to Sheffield United. But then it's followed up by, by a tough away fixture to Arsenal and a tough home fixture with Liverpool. So, you know, game week five and six, or game week six and seven, should I say, are, you know, they're not exactly prime for investing in Spurs. But if you already were in on the likes of a James Madison, then you're going to be happy to keep. Yeah. I 100% agree with what you're saying in terms of... The talisman. Um, I do think he's looked top class uh, since he's joined, arguably the signing of the season so far anyway. So as someone without Madison and someone who probably won't be jumping on Madison this week based on the fact that I think I can avoid Liverpool and Arsenal quite easily and hopefully he doesn't do too much damage at home to Sheffield United. Um, As someone without Madison... I feel like I like yeah. It's obvious now. You're not going for the instant gratification. No, I. As I said, like I think I've had a poorer start to the season, and I need to. I might need to start looking at some very mild zigs. You know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mild. Are are you feeling like it might be just chasing points now with Madison for like maybe just one game or two games before they go into those tougher fixtures and then you might look at Madison again after them? A little bit. I mean, like, yeah, as I said, a lot of teams have already locked him in. Like, Madison is... Uh, his percentage is... Slide over now when you zoom in. Um, he's owned by 27% um, currently. So, you know, that's pretty heavy. Like, one in... One in between in one and four and one and three managers are going to have him, so I feel like in little you know in instances like this where things haven't gone your way at the start of the season, this is where you can maybe just bide yourself a little bit more time and hope that you know he doesn't kill you at Sheffield and then that the Arsenal Liverpool match kind of goes the way it usually would mm-hmm. in the sense of you know low returns like low expected returns anyway to very best, but then you know they do hit into the likes of Luton, the likes of Fulham. Crystal yeah. Palace in the next three. So, I mean, if you look at them long term and you have Spurs assets, you're laughing. But for someone not, I'm like, you know what? Maybe I maybe I attack uh, I attack 
game week eight and go sun. Do you know the kind of way or go boat? Mm-hmm. Especially if you did go in with the likes of uh, a Luton and a Burnley double up and then you kind of wildcard yourself out of it. Potentially a week early, but, you know, what is a week? What is a yeah, week? Exactly, early? exactly. Yeah, there's, 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 uh, as I'm glad we're doing this because more and more questions are opening up here as well for myself. Like, um, of course, I'm happy I'm going to keep Madison now. I've, you know, I've had him, like, I'm happy to hold him. I certainly wouldn't want to go double Spurs now with the fixtures you've just mentioned coming up. But yeah, I, th- I think, um, yeah, it's the fixtures. I'm looking at Chelsea as well. I've got some other fires in my team, Jer, that I think I want to I want to fix as well. But I think we'll probably get into those those later on, will we? Or are we moving on from talking points? Yeah, I think you're right, buddy. I think we'll we'll hit on them just in just a little bit. But before mm-hmm. we do, let's head on over to the FPL Hangover Mini League. Sponsored, of course, by Kinniger Farmhouse Beers from Donegal. If you would like to join the mini-league, uh, the code is on the screen for those listening. It's H-U-P-8-K-9. Hup! 80K-9. H-U-P-8-K-9. Uh, there'll also be a link in the descriptions and stuff. So feel free to join in. There is a... We got some lovely feedback from our manager of the month in September. Congratulations again. She's still sitting on the top of the league. Um, so... We had a, a code that has expired. The positives is that we will have another code towards the end of this month. So keep your ears and your eyes peeled for any updates on that. But there's still monthly prizes. There's still the end of year manage, overall manager of the year prize uh, free to enter. All we ask is that you send us your firstborn son. And um, yeah, the rest is history. Paddy, you have some details of the mini league, am I right? Have I got the f- stats for you? First of all, Paula Castro, our manager of the month, who got her goodies, um, is still number one. Well done, Paula. Uh, Fergal Casey, Milford man. He must be a new entry, is he? I don't know him. Well, he's a friend of my own. I know him very well. He's in my WhatsApp group. We talk, we drink pints together. Childhood friend. In second place with 293 points overall so well done Fergal in third place we've got Peter Scullion in fourth place we've got Sean McGing in fifth place we've got Simon uh, Ronnie Clink Scott Kent in sixth Mario Sanmo in seventh Shane Drubbins in eighth and Mike Manley in ninth and Dan McManus in tenth so that's the top ten well done to the top ten managers because it's quite a competitive league you're damn right it is, buddy. Mm-hmm. So, let's go straight into the good stuff, you know. And we are going to go and find out who the manager of the week was. So, the manager of the week is Donald Hurley. Nope. Do you know Donald Hurley? I do. Former workmate. Love you, lad. Wow. This is great. Two of our friends... In the in the doing the big doing big things in the league, so Donal got one hundred and six points. Fucking hell! Where did they come from? Wow, I I'll, I don't know, but investigate his team. He and those one hundred and six points rose him up one hundred and fifty four places in the league to sit now in seventy eighth place. So Donal, well done you. That was a massive lift, like. 
I have it up on the screen there. Fucking hell, he didn't even well card or bench boost or nothing. That's just a flat out 160 head. So he just went in bareback. He went in bareback. No no lube or nothing. Sun, 20 points. So you had Sun's hat trick. He had Hallen's hat trick. He had Edward with his 13 pointer. And uh, yeah, just a solid bunch of, you know, Foden's and Salas and Martinelli's. And yeah, fucking hell. That's some score, man. Fair play. A, a proper legitimate manager of the week. Well done. Uh, just want to say special mentions to Apollo Garman, Pogerman on uh, X. Um, 103 points. And uh, finishing up our one-ton club, there was only three of them this week, is Atar Basri, who all, who got 100 points on the button. Um, Apollo Garman rose 117 places to sit in 132, play, 30, 132 in the league. And Atar Basri moved up 92 places to sit 11th just outside the top 10 so well done to those managers and of course Jer it's all good and well celebrating the managers of the week but it's time to look at the walk of shame and this <laughs> the worst this will be the second time I call this name out because the guy who's bottom of the league is also in my personal mini league a friend of mine as well uh Owns a, a fantastic shop in my town. Uh, you can get your suits and all. It's Leonard Watson. Leonard Watson, Watson's menswear. There's your plug. <laughs> uh, he gave me a free pair of socks one time. So he's, he's a good man. And um, we actually have a bet on this year. I'm waffling on here now. But I bet him that Sancho would get more points than Liverpool's new signing, Sabazli. And uh, he's messaging me every couple of days about that now. Yeah, you As might we, have. Uh, yeah. You might. You might be losing that bet, pal. Yeah, I think so. So anyway, Leonard, uh, thirty-nine points, Jer. Thirty-nine points. Pathetic, pathetic loser of a man. <laughs> a pathetic loser of a man. Uh, I don't know how he could do that. Where it went wrong, but I, I'll, I'll find out later. Anyway, joining uh, Leonard on the walk of shame is Alan O'Sullivan with 52 points. Uh, special mention to Richard McKenzie on 54 points. Daniel Andrews, 55 points. Danny Watkins, 56 points. Reese Jones on 56 as well. You should all hang your heads in shame because you are all pathetic losers. Was that too harsh, Jer? Yeah, a little bit, I think. <clears throat> I think, right, uh, okay. yeah. <laughs> right, okay well that, that's good because that's what i wanted to be <laughs> um anyway let's go and see the transfer genius this week i love a transfer. this is my favorite thing in the world jerry is this your favorite part as well you know it uh the more the more stats and breakdowns of the league the better even if they're completely out of context and sometimes make no sense i'm here for them yeah well the manager who made the best transfer this week is danny abbott Danny Abbott made one transfer and he moved out Sancho for Son and he got himself 20 points for doing that. Fair play to you, Danny Abbott. Um, special mention goes to James Stevens, who took made three transfers, a little mini wildcard, took a minus four and he made himself 19 points. 
he done now these are the most casual transfers i've ever seen even danny abbott sarah sancho to son like you ask yourself what's sancho even doing in your team but here james stevens right Balagon to Haaland. So the man hasn't had Haaland in his team, right? <laughs> then he goes Salah to Easy. And then Matinelli to Mbuemo. Anyway, he's netted himself 19 points from those um, three transfers, including his minus Sure, Haaland got 20 of the fucking things. I know, I know. That's his net transfers, okay? Right, well, fair enough. There isn't much hope for him if he's only bringing in Haaland now, I think. Yeah, I know. Delete the game, mate. Um, third here on the list is Muhabul Islam. And he made two transfers. Netted himself 14 points. Rashford to Son shot Chilwell. So, well, that was your transfer genius. It's time now to hear about our sack the scouts. These are the worst transfers made, right? They can't be any better than the best transfers made. But, you know, here we go. Um, Hilary Fidelis. She uh, made two transfers, took a minus four, and uh, netted herself a minus 17 points. <laughs> oh, my God. Alvarez out, Antonio in. Gabriel out, and Anderson in. <laughs> Un- unlucky. And uh, we'll do one more. Uh, Finn Hayes, uh, two free transfers, so no hits, netted himself minus 11 points. He got fed up with Trent Alexander, decided to move him out for Chilwell, and he also decided to remove Colwell for Ruben. Ugh. Ouch, ouch, Trent ouch. coming off the back of a 12-pointer. Yeah, right, let's have a look at the bench points. Let's see who's our bench wanker this week. Love a bench wanker one as well. Oh, jeez, guess what do you think are the highest uh, points on the bench this week? Uh, 28. Right. Lower. It's twenty three. Okay. I thought it would. I thought it was going to be high as well. Thought we might have got an Evans, uh, a Holland, and maybe um, a Son in there. But anyway, we have James Stevens who got twenty three points as bench. We have Luke Quinn, uh, another guy I know, twenty two points as bench. John Bar- Barlett, twenty one and uh, twenty one then for the whole way down. FPL Nymphria, Nymph twenty points as well. So unlucky guys. Unlucky with those bench points. And that about wraps up our um, our Fantasy Football up- League updates, which is sponsored by Kinniger. Yep, and, well, the league is sponsored by Kinniger, but tell everyone where you're getting the stats. Oh, Premier Fantasy Tools. Thank you very much. Love using them for me stats. So good. Yeah, big uh, big fan of the, of the website. Check them out again. Links in the description below. Lovely chap running it. As I said, the site is great crack. Especially if you want to check your all-time rankings and the managers and and uh, leagues and stuff like that. Very, 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 very interesting. Um, thank you, Paddy. Um, we'll be back next week with more FPL Hangover Mini League. But before we wrap up the show, um, let's talk about what your planned moves are, Paddy. Now, I know it, there's still a bit of the game week left. But maybe you have uh, something up your sleeve. Well, I, I do have something up my sleeve. And it's not very exciting, Jer. But the plan at the moment is to do absolutely nothing. I'm looking at my team at the moment. Now, I'm probably going to play Turner over Onana. That That's probably going to be a decision a lot of guys might have. But I fancy Brighton more than I fancy um, Burnley to score 
you know, United are a bit shaky on the back. We haven't had a clean sheet yet, have we? Or if we have, yeah, it's against been a Wolves, real... one though. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah that one. Um, but since then, there's been not nothing. We've, I don't know, is Matinee's back or is Varane still injured? There's international games to go. Shaw's out. No, I think We're I think have... Turner over Onana is a good decision. Yeah, so there we go. Um, I'm playing uh, Kabori, who's playing Fulham. I have Chilwell in there, and I'm starting Gabriel. Perfect. Uh, captaincy's on Haaland. Uh, I have my three Chelsea players. I'm not going to move any of them against Bournemouth. I know a lot of people are probably, you know, I think that could, there could be moves moving Chelsea people out, but I'm just going to wait. I think two free transfers will be more beneficial to me uh, coming coming up to the next game week. More than more than doing it this week, if I'm honest. What about you, Jerry? Anything more exciting than me? Because you've got two free transfers, so you're bound to have some exciting moves to to make. I wish, Patty. I wish I had some exciting moves to make. Um, I'm actually looking at things. So we discussed, you know, the loot and double game week and whatnot, and I might start heading in that direction myself because I've kind of maybe made my mind up that I'll wildcard in in game week eight or game week nine. Um, uh-huh. I'll look at it a bit closer, and I'll I'll run the team through, you know, the the planners and all of that stuff. But right now, I'm thinking just a straight uh, swap of Mitoma to Embuemo. Oh yeah, see, I don't have Embuemo. He's the one I would love to have, but I can't squeeze him in there just yet. I you don't have him either. That's interesting. No, I'm sure I would double Arsenal, double City, or double Arsenal, double United, and, uh, oh, and Mitoma. Yeah. And you know what? Like all of that's, I'm happy. Like Mitoma is, you know, he was, I think, a fine decision, uh, and I was happy with it. But I think Juan Bissaka had him in his pockets the last time United played Brighton, so I'm not expecting a rake out of him this week. And huh? their fixtures are pretty tough over the next few. So happy to jump off Matoma on my side. And um, yeah, I think Embuemo looks pretty untouchable in terms of being on pens. His goal there in game week four was, was top class. Uh, yeah, I'm going to go that way. And I'll probably roll the extra transfer and then maybe look to start moving towards a looting asset or a bright, maybe turn, turn that third... Uh, Third mid third striker spot into Carlton Morris, um, by maybe downgrading the likes of Martinelli in game week f- in game week six, but away to Everton, I I'm not going to be getting rid of any Arsenal assets. So, yeah, boring enough. But that's my rough plans for now. As I said, plenty of more potential stings in the tail for this international break. There is fixtures to be had over the next few days that we'll have to keep an eye on, but. It's where my head's at. Um, yeah, as I said, I think I think I'll know more on next week. Do you know that kind of way? Like, I'll have looked yeah. into this more. I'll be I'll have another week of game week data in you know to to mess around with. But um, yeah, that's where my brain's at. Before we go, Paddy, do you want to talk about the how things are shaking up in the transfer market in the game? Yeah, we can do that. We'll go straight into that. Um... The top transfers out this game week. Do you want to take a stab at them or anything, Jared? Do you want to have a guess? See if you can get any um, of them. Transfers out. I most transfers out this season. Yes. This game week, I'd say. This game I'd week. say Rashford is probably up there. <clears throat> Bruno. Nope. Uh, I. One one guess left. One guess left. Just pick a player. Um. Uh, Richardson. Damn. No. 
you got zero points. The top five transfers out, and we'll start at the top, is Jackson from Chelsea. Mm. Yeah, and there is 271,000 managers that have transferred him out. And this will this will probably, there might be more coming, you know, because we're, you know, it's, we're still a bit from the, away from the deadline. And, of course, there's international games to play as well, so we wouldn't be making moves yet. Um, Isak is number two for Newcastle. Uh, number three is Juan Pedro for Brighton. Wissa for Brentford and Botman for Newcastle. On Botman seems to be the most sensible one there because he's actually injured, an ankle injury, and there it says that there's a 25% chance of him playing. So there is your top five. Any of those surprise you, Jer? A little bit. Um, mm-hmm. The likes of Wissa, I mean, he's still getting game time. Yeah, and even Jackson, who's the number one transferred out, like he 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 had a, he he did miss a chance, didn't he? In the last game, he should have scored. He should have, but he's in those positions. I know it's cliche, but like he's yeah. in the positions to miss the chances. Uh, and they're playing Bournemouth next. Yeah, I'm surprised at that one. To my own, um, to save myself a little bit of uh, a little bit of embarrassment, I did think you were talking about just midfielders, which is why I stuck to midfielders. Uh, but I definitely would not have guessed Jackson was in the top five transferred okay. out because. Yeah, I mean, I'm, that was two weeks ago. I was wrecking my head whether or not to bring him in. But in terms of transfers in, have you got any news for me? I'm... Yeah, I do indeed. Give us a stab. You'll you'll get you'll definitely get number Son. one. Yes, he's the most transferred in player. Go again. You've got one um, right. Then. Who? Um, I mean, Alvarez is he up there? Yeah, yeah, he's number two. You're doing great. Let's go third. Uh, I'm just gonna go with Embuemo. No. no. Okay, who's three? G- g- game over, Sorry. you're out. Uh, Madison is third. Uh, yes, Son with, by the way, 444,000 transfers in. This so that's going to go to half. This game week, so far, that that's going to probably hit a half a million people. I heard 300,000 this game week. Fuck. Well, it's 444,000 right now um, and probably rising. Uh, Alvarez is 411,000. So that's also massive, massive transfers in. Madison, 405,000. Huge. Uh, Romero for Spurs, 364,000. And of course, our very own Evan Ferguson for Brighton, who is yellow flagged, 75% chance of playing. 310,000 managers have transferred him in. So that is your top transfers in, your top transfers out. Petty. They always give me they always give me a little, you know, a little surprise. Sometimes I love looking at them. Yeah, no, I mean, it's it is weird, I guess, cuz I think that's where like engaged ex- super engaged managers meet the casual manager, especially at the start of the season, mm-hmm. you have a bit of a healthy mix of everything. Um, but yeah, I'm actually shocked at Jackson though. I'm still kind of thinking like, where is that coming from? Who are you replacing yeah, him with? But it's obviously it's Alvarez or something like that. Uh, and uh, just just to, we're going to add something new here. So we have our 2023-24 Player of the Week, right? For the la- we've had four game weeks. We've had four Players of the Week. Uh, Varane in game week one. 14 points and Boemo in game week two 16 points Sterling in game week three 19 points and Son is the new player of the week champion with 20 points so that's been the most why does he get 20 uh, why does he get the manager of the week and not Haaland when they both got the same points I, I, I have no idea but he has got the uh, player of the week 
Well, congratulations. On, on the app. <laughs> congratulations yeah. to you, Mr. Professional Footballer. Um, all right, that's brilliant. Thank you, Paddy. Um, tell everyone where they can find you. You can find me on um, Instagram at the Viking Dippers. Um, you can also find me. On, uh, that's where I do my team leaks, by the way. Getting some team leaks and I put oh, them yeah, out there because some, some, yeah, oh my god, some people, so full of shit. Some people hate getting them uh, on the old Twitter, so I put them on the Instagram. You know. Oh, you're just doing it for everyone else. You're not doing it for your own, uh, you know, benefit. I put them over there, yeah, to grow my Instagram channel, and okay, you know, so. and to appease the people that don't like to see them on the Twitter. So yeah, there's there's a method behind the madness, you know. It's win, win, win. Yeah, win, yeah. Win, I put win. a question box up and I fucking dive in and I go and get those players, th- that information for those players. That I, I don't condone it. I don't condone it. I think yeah. it's it's uh, an, a disgrace and we'll be having words offline. Okay, no this. problem. And you can get me on uh, Twitter at FPLViking <laughs> underscore. And by the way, I will have... What's the I point? Have What's the point? I will it's have just your team second race. This week. I will have team weeks this week. Go to my Instagram... You don't have team. Yeah, for They're Friday, all for secondhand Friday, nonsense. For Friday, for Friday's match, there'll be team leaks. I've, I've got, I've got a guy for Friday's yeah. match. For Saturday's match, uh, yeah. <laughs> I was like, I have a guy yeah, in the pocket. I have a guy in the pocket over there. All right, all right. Uh, but no, do check him out. Um, if you want to check out the uh, show, I'm on twitter at fbl hangover or x. I don't know when we're gonna have to switch over saying yeah, that. Yeah, I tried today, didn't I? Uh, maybe, maybe I did. I, did I called hear. it X. It's weird. Yeah, I don't I, like it. I know, but it, look, at the end of the day, we don't make those decisions. Um, so yeah, Twitter F- at FPL Hangover, Instagram at FPL Hangover, uh, Gmail FPL Hangover at Gmail dot com. All of the above. Reach out if you have something to say. If you don't have something to say, but you want to contribute to the show, like, subscribe, rate, leave us a comment, share it with your friends, share it with your nana. Share it with your worst enemy. I don't give a shit. It all helps. If you want to join the league, HUP8K9. Links in the description below. Um, yeah, I think that wraps it up. Apologies if there's been any audio issues. I know there has been. There's probably been a bit of lag. We're dealing with uh, one of Paddy's lazy lazy children not, not cycling fast enough. Won't happen again. Um, won't happen again, yeah. We hope to... We'll hope to have someone else in in next week. Um, <laughs> Paddy, do you want to say anything before we wrap up? No, just uh, I'm going to Lanzarote tonight. I'm flying out in holidays, so. Um, and you'll still be able to get team leaks. Yeah, I will. Yes, I will. Oh, I'm man. on it. I'm you're on like, it. You're the Fabrizio Romano of of fantasy Premier League. I, I, I love that. Yeah, I think exactly the same. So yeah, that I'm actually going to put a tweet out now in a wee while to um, you know, for the clout. And yeah. I'll get get them over there to the gram because, hey, listen, one hundred percent success rate so far. Well, yeah, I mean, it's it, of course if you're fucking putting them out after it's already been confirmed. No, 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 I put them out at the exact same time. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Next thing you'll be charging, you'll be charging, you'll be doing a shand on it. Never, uh, <laughs> never, I'll never sell out. Never, never, never. Sponsored by Kinniger. Um, all right, Patty, thank you for jumping on. As I said, sorry if there's any issues. Uh, we will see you all after game week five. And most importantly, God bless. Game, 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 game